So, California Love is definitely not a song that honors the Lord, so I'm not gonna sing any more of it, but that's what I'm opening up with today. What's up, y'all? Welcome back. I am excited to dig into today's episode because guess what? We're talking about stewarding well. Do you ever wonder if you're really using your gifts, your talents, your resources to your fullest potential? When you stop and consider what God's blessed you with, are you actually stewarding well? Do you even know what it means to steward well? In today's episode, I'm going to dig into three signs you are a good steward of your gifts, your talents, and your resources. And this is an episode that's intended to help you see things for what they are so that you can take action based on where you're really at. I hope. You have your heart and mind open, sis, because we're getting ready to call it what it is. Let's do it. You're now listening to Her Renewed Strength, the podcast, a place where you, my sisters in Christ, are encouraged to walk by faith and equipped to live well, steward well, and set your minds on eternity. I'm your host, Erica Diaz Castro your Jesus-loving Puerto Rican life coach. If you're tired of living a life burdened by anxiety, burnout, or overwhelm, if you're ready to do more of what you love, create more space for the things and people that matter most, and better steward the gifts and resources God graced you with, if you want coaching, encouragement, fellowship, and just a friend to help you shift your perspective from the temporal to the eternal, you're in the right place. Grab a coffee, journal, and a pen, Let's invite the Holy Spirit to the party, and let's dig into today's episode. Okay, so I'm starting off the episode with shouting out reviews. So if you are leaving a review, I am reading your review. This one is from scalewithstrategypodcast.com, titled Practical and Useful, Must Listen to. Erica Speaks like she is your BFF. Love her style. I love her story, strength, and love for God. So many great tips that anyone can apply to their life. Thank you so much, scaleandstrategypodcast.com. Obviously a plug, so let's plug her. Thank you so much for leaving that review. Sending you love back. Okay, so just a little disclaimer. I'm doing laundry and... I believe the machine is going to beep in like a second. So if you hear it, this is real life. I do record from my little desk and my tiny little condo and my tiny little room. So everything is really close. Okay, we're going to look at Matthew chapter 5 verses 14 through 30. If you don't have the Bible app on your phone or if you don't have your Bible with you, that's okay. I'm actually going to include this in the show notes so that you can head to the website and see for yourself. I think it will be helpful if you're following along, but if you're driving, obviously, please don't do it. Either way, I'm going to read for you, and I'm reading out of the ESV translation. This is the parable of the talents. Talents, okay? In other translations, it says the parable of the bags of gold. And it just, you know, it varies from translation to translation. So verse 14, 
For it will be like a man going on a journey, who called his servants and entrusted to them his property. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. He who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them, and he made five talents more. So also he who had the two talents made two talents more. But he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. Now after a long time, the master of those servants came and settled accounts with them. And he who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five talents more, saying, Master, you delivered to me five talents. Here I have made five talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And he also, who had the two talents, came forward, saying, Master, you delivered to me two talents. Here I have made two talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. He also, who had received the one talent, came forward, saying, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow, and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here, you have what is yours. But his master answered him, You wicked and slothful servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I scattered no seed? Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers, and at my coming I should have received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has the ten talents. For to everyone who has will be given more, and he will have an abundance. But... From the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the worthless servant into the outer darkness. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. He was a little harsh at the end. I know. First time I ever read that, I was like, ooh, I don't know if I want you to be my boss. But here's a lesson, right? There's a lesson to be learned here. And before I even talk about this, let's just pause and make a mental note of the irony of this passage and this podcast episode using the same word, talents. I did a little word study because you know I like those. And in the Greek, the word we get from talents was talenton. I think that's how you say it. Talenton. (laughs) And it was actually referring to a sum of money, which you gathered already, right? So while your talents are not technically a sum of money, they are natural skills or aptitudes that have value. So here are the three signs that you are stewarding well, and we're going to glean from this passage here. So the first is that you're quick to use them, your talents, your gifts, your resources, and take action right? In Matthew chapter 25, verse 16, it says, he who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them. 
right? So he went at once, which means he did not hesitate. He didn't sit and think about it. He wasn't overanalyzing. He didn't procrastinate. He wasn't second guessing himself. He went at once and he traded with them. He took action. Now, the second sign that you are stewarding well is that there is growth. And we see that in the second part of verse 16. And he made five talents more. Now, I'm not saying or implying even that you have, you know, your aptitudes, your skills, and that from using your skills, you're going to have, you know, double the number of skills that you had. However, there will be growth coming from your use of your skills, your use and the action that you take with the resources that you have, right? With the gifts that you have that God has given you, with the the skills that you have, right? Maybe your business will grow. Maybe your family will grow. Maybe your relationships will grow in intimacy, in depth, in, you know, in trust. There will be growth, okay? And that growth is not always going to be financial growth. However, there will be a a reaping, right? Because you went through a sowing season. The first part is sowing, the second part is reaping, right? And then we move into the third sign that you are stewarding well, and that is you execute faithfully. We see in Matthew chapter 25, verse 23, just a few lines down, it says here, his master said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. That faithfulness we see was not something that was dictated by mood. There is no indication in any of this passage that the good and faithful servants, the guy that multiplied the five and the other guy that multiplied the two, that they had a bad day and that they didn't feel like doing it. There's no indication that they were slow to get started because they were feeling doubtful, because they were anxious or overwhelmed. They went, they did it, they took action, there was growth, and they came back and they delivered, right? And we see that they are called faithful. If you consider what that word faithful is, at least in our definitions, the word faithful means remaining loyal and steadfast, right? So if you are loyal and steadfast, then you're unwavering, right? It doesn't matter how you feel. It doesn't matter what your day is like. It doesn't matter that maybe you're going through a tough time because faithfulness does not waver, okay? Now, I think it's important to consider that, of course, as humans, we are going to have hard times, especially when we are being obedient to the Lord, because the enemy is always trying to work behind the scenes to sabotage us when we are being obedient. The last thing the enemy wants is for us to actually be following in the Lord's footsteps for us, right? He doesn't want us going down the path, the narrow path, because it sabotages his plans, right? He's trying to wreak havoc on everybody. And if we're out here being obedient to the Lord, it messes with what the enemy wants, which is to kill, to destroy. But what we do find when we have these days when we are moody or when we are tired or when we are on the struggle bus, really, 
we are invited to seek the Lord. And that is really a theme throughout scripture. One of my favorite verses is Joshua chapter 1 verses 9 and 10. And you know that Joshua was a military leader and he was leading the Israelites into battle. And when he was leading the Israelites into battle, he was doing battle God's way. So God says to him, have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. So where does that strength come from? Where does that courage come from? It comes from him. I'm not even going to give you a chance to answer it. It comes from the Lord. So call on the Lord if you're having a tough day, if you don't have the energy, you know. Who knows? Maybe God is going to hook you up with someone who sends you a Starbucks gift card, right? Or someone pays for your Starbucks in line. Sometimes I try to be that person, so I invite you to try to be that person today. But ultimately, there's a way. He makes a way and he provides. You have to just commit, for real. You just have to make a decision. And one of the things that I had a conversation about recently with someone. Um, they were asking me, how did you do the things despite X and Y and Z, all these reasons that you could have used as excuses? And my answer was, well, I had to think about it. I'm like, I don't, I just did it, you know? But when you when you think about the root of that, what is what am I actually saying? I made a decision and I stuck to the commitment. And sometimes I work with people, I'm cool with people, I'm related to people, but mostly in this case, I work with people who have a really hard time sticking to commitments because of how you're feeling. And it's not to discount how you're feeling, right? It's not to play it down. What we need to remember is that even when we feel however heavy or however down we might feel, our source of strength and our source of encouragement and our way and our ability comes from the Lord, the very person, the very being who gave us our ability to do anything in the first place. So if I can encourage you today to take action on the thing that the Lord has been showing you to do, especially when it comes to the gifts, to the talents, to the resources he has blessed you with, I truly pray that you would take action that you would not procrastinate, that you would be quick to take action, that there would be growth coming out of that, and that you would execute faithfully, that you would make a decision and that you would commit and be faithful in your execution of that and you're seeing that through. Because he is faithful to us, you know? He doesn't change. He is steadfast. He is loyal. He is constant and true and unwavering. And we can trust him, you know? We might not be trustworthy, but we can be when we seek him and when we, when we seek his guidance and his help. So if you are struggling with that, I understand. I understand very much that this can be a challenge. There's a little ringer. You hear it? It sounds like a little jingle. It's like my cue to tell you, girl, I got you. Hit me up. I am taking on a very limited number of clients and anyone who signs up to begin in September, we'll be receiving special pricing. It is only available in September. So if you are on the struggle bus with seeing things through, if you struggle with making 
and keeping your commitments and you want to use your gifts for God's glory. You want to be a good steward, but you have no idea how to stop the cycle of trying and failing, then it's time for some help. It's time to seek support. It's time for accountability. And that is my area of expertise. I will help you. I will pray with you. I will keep you accountable. We will check in. We will figure out the best plan for you, for your circumstances, for what it is that God is leading you to do. If you have no idea how to figure out what God is leading you to do, we will do that together. And ultimately, there will be a transformation. So if you're ready for that transformation, I invite you to hit me up, Erica, at HerRenewedStrength.com. I'll include that in the show notes. We'll get on a quick call, about 30 minutes tops. We'll talk through what you're working on, what you want to work on, what you need support in, and we'll determine if it's a good fit for the both of us because that is very, very important. So again, you can reach me at Erica at HerRenewedStrength.com. Dot com. I'm taking on a limited number of clients. I am full-time with my kids at home, so you know I have my priorities straight. So, um, that's really what it is. You know, we have to just make decisions and stick to our commitments and my commitments to my family first and my clients next. And I would love to to be your support system and to be the person that God uses to help you see the thing through. Again, Erica at HerRenewStrength.com. If it's not for you right now, that's okay. I hope that whatever God is leading you to, you would be faithful in seeing it through. And I hope that this was a blessing to you. I'll see you next time. Bye. Hey, sister girl, if you love today's episode, the best way you can show love and support is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. This helps other Christian women who want that same support and valuable content actually find the show. Oh, and if you're ready for more and you want to learn about free group Bible study, upcoming events, free courses, and other services, head to HerRenewedStrength.com and subscribe to the weekly newsletter to become an insider. You'll get my weekly top five extra tips and bonuses. I'll see you on the inside.